Thank you for joining us this week on The Tongue with Dr. Mike. I'm so glad you're here with us. And as our family keeps growing, make sure if you have any questions that you write in and ask, right? There's no stupid questions. Make sure to visit our website, thetonguespeakslife.com, where you can write in direct, ask those questions, access the pods from the past. You'll also be able to check out our other projects that all include Prayer Cast, In My Father's House, and our new project, Pillars of Heaven, with JB and Leah. Uh, make sure you're tuning into that. That's an awesome one that's taken off, and I'm very proud to be a part of that. Remember the tonguespeakslife.com. Go to the bottom. You can donate right there at the bottom. You can also check out Cure International and donate right to Cure as well. Today's topic, we're going to focus a little bit on dating, and uh, have a, I have a special call to husbands and to wives also. Um, right now, I mean, so many people are, are saying that they're lonely, and I get it all the time. I'm looking for someone. I'm tired of being lonely, uh, especially right now. They want to find that someone special so they don't have to do the normal mundane things any longer, like all by themselves. Uh, they want to share their life with somebody. Um, they, they want to know what's the correct way to do it. Uh, th- there is no magical formula. Um, there are a couple things the Bible talks about uh, when it comes to dating. Uh, and and it's, there's a couple things you should avoid uh, when you're dating and the book of Romans talks about that and it says you know be be decent and true in everything you do so that all can approve your behavior don't spend your time in wild parties and getting drunk or in adultery and lust or fighting or jealousy um, you know these are all, all, all part of the the dating world and if I look back on my dating world in my early 20s uh, man I'm guilty of all those right there um, except the adultery part so um, you know, your dating doesn't have to be, there's so much emphasis put on, you know, sexual content and, and sexual, uh, in the relationship, is, is it right, the sexual sin, it pivots on that a lot, and I get asked a ton of questions about that. First um, Corinthians says, sexual sin is never right. Uh, our bodies are not made for that, but for the Lord. So flee from sexual immorality. And it's important to do that because no other sin affects the body as this does. Like all your other sins are outward. They're outside the body, right? So, but, but sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Uh, and so to, to keep from hurting yourself, uh, you know, those sexual desires, the act, those activities, they, they, they need to be placed under control. Right, First Thessalonians says, For God wants you to be holy and pure and to keep clear of all sexual sins so that each of you will marry in holiness and honor, not in lustful passion as the heathen do, in their ignorance uh, of God and his ways. Right. So what do you do if you're in a relationship and you, you don't feel you're, you're with the right person or, or you do feel you're with the right person, but you think the relationship is off course or, or you're doing things in there that you feel guilty of uh it, it's very simple and it's it's not uncommon uh, there's a a ton of things that go into relationships right so i mean if you are feeling guilt about some sort of sin in that relationship the first step is to you know just acknowledge that sin right uh, Psalm 51 says, Oh, wash me, cleanse me from this guilt. Let me be pure again, for I admit my shameful deed. It haunts me day and night. You know, it, the first thing is to acknowledge it, right? The second thing is just to ask forgiveness, right? Um, God says you can always start over. Psalm 51 says, Sprinkle me with the cleansing blood, and I shall be clean again. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. And after you've punished me, give me back my joy again. 
Don't keep looking at my sins. Erase them from your sight. Create in me a new clean heart, O God, filled with your clean thoughts and right desires. Don't toss me aside. Banish forever from your presence. Don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Right? So now that you've acknowledged uh, your sin and you've asked forgiveness for it, uh, the third part is you believe that God indeed forgives you for it, right? And you, and you don't have to feel guilty about it anymore. Um, what happiness for those guilt has been forgiven? What joys when sins are covered up? What relief for those who have confessed their sins and God has cleared their record? Uh, there was a time I wouldn't admit what I, what I was a sinner, um, but my dishonesty made me miserable and filled my days with frustration. This is all in Psalms. Uh, all day and night your hand was heavy on me. My strength evaporated like water on a sunny day until I finally admitted all my sins to you and stopped trying to hide them. I said to myself, I will confess them to the Lord, and you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. Now I say that each believer should confess his sins to God when he's aware of them, uh, and, and there is time to be forgiven. Right? Judgment will not touch your life uh, of the person that does this. You are my hiding place from every storm of life. You even keep me from getting into trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. Right? So, so there you have, if you're in that relationship, and you know, acknowledge your sin, ask for forgiveness, and then you know, re remind yourself that that has indeed been forgiven. Right? Stop feeling guilty about it. So when you're asking or you're looking for finding the right person uh let's, let's look at what the bible says about dating itself you know you, you you ask what kind of person should you date uh who should you be looking for uh, the first thing is it's unwise if you're a christian to date someone who doesn't love god right it, it, it's super unwise second timothy says run from everything that gives you evil thoughts that young men often have but stay close to anything that makes you want to do right have faith in love and enjoy the companionship of those who love the Lord and have pure hearts, right? Don't be teen with those who do not love the Lord. For what do the people of God have in common with the people of sin? How can light live with darkness? And what harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a Christian be a partner with one who doesn't believe? Amos 3.3 says, Can't, can two walk together unless they are agreed? No. So you don't want to be unequally yoked and when we look a lot with that scripture about don't be unequally yoked when we talk about marriage uh but it's very important with dating uh as well you know so you don't want somebody that isn't a christian that you don't want that partner that you can't share that with you don't want to be with someone who just claims to be a christian but isn't uh first corinthians says what i mean was that you are are not to keep company with anyone who claims to be a brother Christian, but indulges in sexual sins, or is greedy, or is a swindler, or worships idols, or is a drunkard, or is abusive. It says, don't even eat lunch with these people, right? You avoid the people um, that are a poison to you, just like ones that have a bad temper. The Bible says in Proverbs, keep away from anger, short-tempered men, uh, lest you learn to be like them and endanger your soul. You know, and that comes back to, you know, you are who the company you keep, right? Even though you try to change them, you end up, they bring you down. Proverbs says, keep away from, from people with a bad, a bad temper, right? Second Thessal Thessalonians says, now here's a command, dear brothers, given in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ by his authority. 
Stay away from any Christian who spends his days in laziness and does not follow the idea of hard work we set up for you. Right? Don't date a lazy Christian. That's it, right? Uh, you don't want to be surrounded by somebody that's not pushing you or supporting you to get better and, and, and to strive to want to make that relationship stronger, right? And, and you have to focus on, you know, not just that, not, not just the lazy Christian. You want to date somebody that has a great attitude, uh, you know, and, and the Bible says in Romans, may God who gives patience, steadiness, encouragement, help you to live in complete harmony with each other, each with the attitude of Christ towards each, each other, right? You want somebody with inner beauty, uh, be beautiful inside, in your hearts, with the lasting charm of a gentle and quiet spirit that's so precious to God, right? But you do want that somebody who encourages you, who's supportive of you. Philippians 2 said, is there any such thing as Christians cheering each other up? Do you love me enough to want to help me? Uh, does it mean anything to you that, that we are brothers in the Lord sharing the same spirit? Are your hearts tender and sympathetic at all? Then make me truly happy by loving each other, working together with one heart and mind and purpose, right? But when you're in that relationship, it's important that you don't care just about yourself and you're, you're looking out for that other person. You have to care about that other person. Um, you have to put them above yourself. Philippians 2.4 says, don't just think about your own affairs, but be interested in others too and in what they're doing, right? And when you do these things, you'll see the relationship start to progress and it goes step by step. Um, learn to put aside your own desires so that you will become patient and godly, gladly letting God have his way with you. This will make possible the next step, which is for you to enjoy the other people and to like them. And finally, you will grow to love them deeply. That's Second Peter 1, 6, and 7, right? So for the lonely people out there, you know, what the Bible says, it, it, it's not a curse to be alone. And it's not a curse to be with somebody. Um, if you look at Genesis, it says, the Lord God said, it isn't good for man to be alone. Uh, I will make a companion for him and a helper suited to his needs, right? But you have to ask God for that mate, right? The Bible says, Proverbs nineteen fourteen: a father can give his sons homes and riches, but only the Lord can give them understanding wives, right? It's God's nature that he wants to give you your heart's desire, right? You're supposed to be delighted with the Lord, you know, and then he will give you all your heart's desires. Remember, you know, your father knows exactly what you need before you even ask him. Right? And the Bible talks over and over about love. 1 Corinthians 7, Let the husband render his wife with affection to her, and likewise also the wife to her husband. It later says, Love is patient, love is kind, love is not jealous, love does not brag, and, and is not arrogant. It does not act unbecomingly, it does not seek its own, it's, it's, un, it's not provoked. It does not take into account a wrong suffered. It does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. It bears all things. It believes all things. It hopes all things. It endures all things, right? Love never fails. And you hear that constantly at every wedding you've ever been to, I'm sure. But now faith, hope, love, abide these three. The greatest of all of those is love. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 8, right? And, and when we talk about marriage, and, and I'm sure if you've been to a wedding, you've heard that scripture. Um, there's a, a special spot in the Bible that, that, you know, marriage is considered such a holy union. Uh, Ephesians 5 says, husbands, love your wives 
just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as the Lord does the church. Right? The Bible goes on to talk about virtuous wives and how important it is and how men seek that. Ephesians 5 says, Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Proverbs 18 says, He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. An excellent wife is the crown of her husband, but she who causes shame is like rottenness in his bones. Proverbs 31, Who can find a virtuous wife? For her worth is far above rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts her, so he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. Proverbs 31.29 says, Many daughters have done nobly, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord, shall, so she shall be praised. Give her the product of your hands and let her works praise her in the gates. And, and it's not just to wives, it's to husbands as well. Uh, Colossians says, Husbands, love your wives. Do not be bitter towards them. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. Proverbs 19, Houses and riches are an inheritance from fathers, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. First Peter 3 says, Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands. And even if some do not obey the word, they, without a word, may be won by the conduct of their wives when they observe your, your conduct accompanied by fear. Husbands, likewise, dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, as being heirs together for the grace of life that your prayers may not be hindered. Finally, all of you be of one mind, having compassion for one another, love as brothers, be tender-hearted, be courageous, right? Be courteous, be courageous. Genesis 2 said, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him, right? So the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and, and closed up the flesh at that place, and the Lord God fashioned into a woman the rib which he had taken from the man and brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken of the man. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Right? Marriage talks about a special type of love between husband and wives, and you can see that it talks uh, specifically on, uh, to the husband and to the wife as to how they are to treat each other. And it, it trickles down to the dating because dating ends in one of two ways. You either break up or you get married. That's it. So uh, that special love is set aside by God and it's holy, right? And First John 4 said, Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to, to love one another. No one has seen God at any time, but if we love one another, God abides in us and his love has been perfected in us, right? It's also the uh, John 15, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no, no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends, right? Uh, but the Bible is filled with love, you know, scripture about love for one another. It's all over. Romans, Matthew, John, you name it, right? 
By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Uh, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Uh, you've heard that it said you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. That's a tough one, man. Uh, that one is super difficult. Um, to 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 bless somebody who's cursing you and, and to pray for somebody who hates you uh that that is difficult um but with practice it becomes a, a lot easier and man you the release you'll get from that is uh, something you can't really describe unless you've gone through it um but romans what i talked about romans twelve twenty one: do not overcome do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good that brings me back to another topic we discussed a couple episodes ago and, and that's you know the dating as it, it pertains to astrology and turning to mediums for a direction or a choice you know if you're dating uh, you have two or three suitors and you don't know who to pursue and you're turning to these um the, these I call them idiots because that's that's what they are to me. Um, I mean, I've often heard you know he's a Virgo and I'm a Pisces, so we're gonna get along perfectly. I can't wait for this to happen. Or he's a Le he's a Leo. You can't trust him. He's a Leo. Um, that has nothing to do with <laughs> any type of dating. Um, that that's just garbage that we have talked about before. But but there's a fascination. Uh, with this spirit world and there's a fascination to communicate with that spirit world you know you know some feel that once that person died uh, their spirit supernaturally has access to knowledge or information um, that wouldn't be available to us that are still alive right you know others enjoy novelty and and, and they're just curious about it um, what would it be like to communicate with a, a supernatural entity you know, and then you have, you know, your Ouija boards and your psychics, your mediums. They're checking all these things out in hopes of finding answers to the future, right? It's hard to blame them. I mean, since the world began, um, and I mean, now look at the world's falling apart at the seams. And it's really easy to be uncertain about what's coming next, right? Um, the Bible says in Isaiah, remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me declared... Uh, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things that are not yet done saying my counsel shall stand and i will do all my pleasure that verse alone shows that god alone sees into the future right nobody else so so what does what do you take away from that ouija boards and, and the contacting spirits right um there's strong warnings uh, about contacting spirits you know especially the old testament uh, leviticus 19 says give no regard to mediums and familiar spirits do not seek after them to be defiled by them i am the lord your god and verse 20 or chapter 20 verse 6 it says and the person who turns to mediums and familiar spirits to prostitute himself with them i will set my face against that person and cut him off from his people right uh it, it's very clear that you're not to mess in that world um it, it's well let's jump back first thessalonians says you know the bible compares a lot uh, it compares death with sleeping a lot and first first thessalonians says for if we believe that jesus died and rose again even so god will bring with him those who sleep in jesus right ecclesiastes 9 says the dead know not anything neither have they any more a reward for the memory of them is forgotten also their love their hatred and their envy is now perished right neither neither have 
are they any more a portion uh you know forever in anything that's done under the sun like it's done you know there's no work no device no knowledge no wisdom in the grave uh, our departed loved ones are said to be sleeping um and actually have no consciousness of those who are living right so if the dead are merely sleeping then who are the spirits these mediums and psychics are contacting right if it's true that our loved ones are unconscious um, of anything that's done under the sun then who are they pretending to be uh, familiar with and who is that that's pretending uh, for us you know that are familiar with us and know us so well when we were alive right so so what's going on there revelation 12 says but they did not prevail nor was a place found for them in any in heaven any longer so the great dragon was cast out that serpent of old called the devil and satan who deceived the whole world he was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him we see that satan the, the father of lies and his minions are trying to deceive this whole world right this is his domain fallen angels can deceive us by appearing as good beings uh, even spirits of people we're familiar with right so no wonder if even satan disguises himself as an angel of light uh it's not surprising if his servants are going to disguise themselves as servants of righteousness right whose end will be according to their deeds that's in second uh second corinthians right so the bible is very adamant about not communicating with the dead ouija board seances um the occult the witchcraft they're all tools that fall under you know fallen angels that you can classify as demons uh and they're gonna try and use and deceive you right and not just the do they aim to deceive but it's uncommon for these practices to lead to uh it's not uncommon for that to lead to you know harass demon harassment and, and possession and you see that throughout the whole bible is more than a few accounts of people tortured by evil spirits right um in mark there's one uh, you know jesus encounters a man who was possessed with a legion of demons and when he come out of the boat immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the among the tombs and no one could bind him not even with chains because he had often been bound with shackles and chains and the chains had been pulled apart by him and the shackles broken in pieces neither could anyone tame him and always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying out and cutting himself with stones right but there's an alternative to that right um you know instead of seeking these these people that these demons these fallen angels that are seeking to uh deceive you um god offers an alternative right first corinthians 6 says or do you not know that your body is the temple of the holy spirit who's in you whom you have from god and you are not your own for you were bought with a price therefore glorify god in your body and in your spirit which are god's right so rather than continue to be filled with an unclean spirit uh jesus offers you know that that tortured man uh, filling of the holy spirit right that story of demon possession uh, for that man has a, a happy ending right no longer crazy no longer naked uh you know <laughs> but, but today you know so many people are looking for that same power in their life right they're looking for uh, a loving being that they can trust and, and that can tell them no matter how crazy the situation is that things are going to be okay in the future that's why they're looking for any way f for that hope right it all boils down to hope Others are so disappointed and frustrated with life that they're yearning for supernatural intervention to help guide them and, and navigate the mess of, of their past or their present circumstance. 
but the spirits of the be- of the dead won't have those answers. And when they say to you, seek those who are mediums and wizards who whisper and mutter, should not a people seek their God instead? Should not the dead on behalf of the living seek not the dead on behalf of the living? That's in Isaiah. So there's a being that loves you and says, yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. That's in Jeremiah. He can see your future, and he has the power to make a way to untangle every difficult situation that you're facing or things that are held together and unraveling, right? He says, for I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you future and a hope, right? So don't try to contact anyone through medium, through, you know, give God a call. You know, Jeremiah says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know right remember it's super easy to reach out to god and we've talked about prayer and how easy it is to pray and it's super important especially now as we get to uh things on this world unraveling um it's super easy to be saved right you just confess with your mouth that jesus is lord and you believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead and you're saved right it's the heart uh, the heart you believe and it's justified with your mouth confession right and the scripture says whoever believes on him shall not be ashamed and whoever calls upon the name of the lord shall be saved right father thank you for hearing our prayers and thank you for the daily blessings you give us and for wanting to know us better we see your wondrous works throughout the whole world in nature and the complexity of this life i pray for the listeners of this podcast that are lonely Uh, the ones that are seeking someone to spend their time with. I pray that whatever methods they're trying to use and meet someone, that they're directed to other believers. If it's your will, bring them together. Let the lonely ones find companionship and let the longing for a partner be quenched. If it's your will and your time, bring the correct person, an equally yoked person, to build and grow together in Christ. For the single people who are satisfied being single, whatever, if it's for now or for a different season, um, bless them as well. Bless each listener in the space they're in. Bless the husband, uh, the wife, the single parent, the step-parent, the grandparent. Each one fulfills a role in the body of Christ, right? I pray you answer the prayer of those who are desperately crying out. Above all, I pray that the relationships formed continue to grow in in, in getting to know you better and and that the pairings do not take away from their time with you, but bring a new journey for them. Bless the ones that stand in, the ones that show and that bring God to the relationships. Let the unbelievers see you and their partners. We thank you in advance for these new relationships, the new encounters, and the new partners that we seek. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to welcome JB into the studio now. Come on in, buddy. Hello. Welcome, JB. Welcome to the studio. Why, thank you very much. We also have a uh, special surprise guest uh, today that that I want to introduce, and it's the star of uh, the very popular Pillars of Heaven podcast, and that is not Miss Leah, just Leah. Leah, are you there? I'm here. Yay. Yes. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Leah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And it's a pleasure to have you on as always. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, and this is exciting because this is our first official guest on The Tongue with Dr. Mike. Yeah, it is. And I'm yes, super excited for that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yay. So we'll send you a plaque 
I was just going to say, I'm sorry you don't win anything. <laughs> yeah, oh, really? Not even? Come on, like $20? Guys? <laughs> well, we're well gonna, I might be able to pull something together. Yeah. I'm kidding. So <laughs> I'm going to get my thingy bank. <laughs> <laughs> so I just finished up a, a, a topic on my show about dating, and uh, it actually led from dating to uh, there was a bridge between people seeking, uh, they're lonely and they're, you know, maybe go to a medium or a psychic for, um, you know, I, I hear a lot of people that do that. And, and right. like, you know, yeah, who, I do who, who do I, yeah, you know, who do I go after? Is this the right person for me? And they, they pull out their deck of cards and they shuffle around and then they say, oh, you know, uh, queen of cups or something. I don't know what that is. And they say, oh, this this guy's going to love you forever or whatever. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Right, but. right. And even like you're the compatibility between like the, um, what do they call it? Like if you're a Pisces and a yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I talked about he that. He was just dude. talking about yeah. that. Okay. okay. Were you listening in on this? Yeah. I was not. See, I'm not the only one that, that hears this this stuff, right? It's like, you know, I'm a Pisces and he's a, a Virgo and, uh, wow, this is going to work out because the stars aligned and they, they're supposed to be... Oh, people follow temperature. it like it's a religion. I know yeah. it is a religion, right. oh, but yeah. people follow oh, yeah, it like... Sure. You know, they read they read their updates every day and like... Yeah. And they, they want to know right away, like, oh, what's your sign? Or, oh, I'm like this because I'm this sign. And it's like, they really like follow it. Yeah, right, then. right. I mean, I have to confess, like, I've not, I haven't followed it heavily, but I have, like, looked into that a little bit. Um, you know, I know that I'm a Pisces. Oh, no good. <laughs> no good. Uh, oh, that's what I hear. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah they're no good people. Yeah, they suck. Oh, no. Click. Oh, okay. uh, all right, see you guys. Sorry. See, so some people, um, I mean, everybody's checked into it. I know what sign I am, you know, yeah, and I'm sure everyone's, cause, you know, it's entertainment for me. You know, I just think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a Capricorn, so, oh, I'm hard headed and I'm blah, 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 you know, and they have no idea. You know, where, right, right. where, where uh, Neptune was when I was born has no influence on my, my mannerisms, right? <laughs> you know, or, right. or, or my luck in, in, in all sorts of things. But uh, yeah, I, um, wait, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Mike, you're breaking up like a little bit. I can I can hear you, but you're breaking up a little. How about now? Um, talk a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about now? Okay, that was good. All right. Okay. Okay, so you can hear me now. All right, just cut that part out. <laughs> All right, so I'm not the only one that's heard of this stuff. Uh, people come to you and they say that also, or no? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know. I know a ton of people who like who really believe in and all of that. Yeah. So much that they would base their dating life on it. Yeah, for sure. So if you met somebody that is your ideal person, and at first look you're attracted to them their personality's great now you come home you've gone out on a few dates everything's great now you come home and you read your horoscope and it says stay away from people that are named paul and are that are uh, a gemini right right and then you're like well there goes that yeah so there's people out there that do that yeah i don't doubt it yeah it's crazy <laughs> but you see that's that's see that's where the i i, I avoid this stuff altogether anymore but right. i i admit i used to look at the stuff and uh it's interesting because i'd be like oh wow like there's some truth to that but i think when um you start to let it be your compass it that is right. that is when it becomes idolatry right exactly 
Exactly. I yeah, I definitely believe that. Uh-huh. Um and I don't know. I don't think we should as Christians, I don't know, be looking into it at all, but like I said, there is something that is interesting about it and there was like a little pull for me for some reason. I think some maybe like personalities are have, I don't know. I'm probably just making excuses for myself. Um Were you doing but, that like the, in a dating situation where you like trying to find um, you know, which direction to go or is um, this just for yourself? No, no, just kind of like casually. Yeah, yeah. it definitely wasn't like a compass for me. Yeah. Like JB was saying, um I think it was just I don't know. Um I don't really know. Why <laughs> just I, like, like a, a curiosity thing? Yeah, yeah. Like an entertainment mm-hmm. value. That's what it was for me. Because a lot yeah, of things. Yeah, and I mean, I definitely don't. I don't. I don't look into it at all anymore. But and I can't even really remember like when I was doing that. But it definitely wasn't every day. Um, but yeah, I definitely looked into like my sign, you mm-hmm. know, Pisces, and it was interesting because some of it is true, but um, but. I think some of it's just like a blanket statement that could cover, uh, you know, if you read it, it some part of that would would pertain to your life at some point. Is that that's the, true? Was that that's true. Fair? It is. It is very um, generalized. Like yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. now, if you read it and it was like, "Don't take the bus today," would you take the bus? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, some people. Yeah. Would. No, I definitely no. I de- it's definitely not a guide for me at all. At yeah. all. Um, but it was just something that like piqued my curiosity for a little bit. Um, I think mostly just to like read about my sign, you know, um, read about like the Pisces and see what, um, what your makeup is. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. JB, you ever uh, just scroll through and say, okay, I wonder where I'm oh, going. Oh yeah. From. Yeah. I, I mean, not in a dating situation. I always thought the yeah, I did. I mean, I always thought that the daily stuff was stupid because it yeah. was like it was like you were saying earlier. The daily stuff is extremely vague. Like right. It means like it's almost right. pointless. Yeah, yeah. But like when I would read up like about like the personality traits and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Sometimes yeah. it made sense. Sometimes it did make sense. Now I I don't know what to make of that because. I think even if stuff does seem like it might be accurate, I still don't think it's stuff we should be reading into. Hmm. It's, I agree. Because I, I think totally it all I think it all falls under astrology. It's all under that the star worship and you know, yeah. whatever whatever it all ties into, I really don't know. Yeah. I mean we all know that that all religions um outside of of following Christ are demonic in one way or another. And I and I and I'm sure that's going to that spark a lot of of discussion and and debate. But really, I mean, that's all idolatry is is following after anything other than than Christ and the Father. Yeah, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, now that's kind of what the show was about. But uh, now that I have JB here in the studio, and I, I'm I'm glad we got your take on it too even though you're a Pisces. Um, <laughs> and by the way, we were judging you the whole even time. Even though, even though what? What did you say? <laughs> even though you're a Pisces and they, oh, they suck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> so JB and I talk a lot about revelation. Are you familiar with uh, revelation? Um, yes. Yeah. So I've talked to JB about this a little bit. Um, yeah. I mean, 
So during the during the lockdown, the Lord like really led me to Revelation, probably because it you know it felt like the end you know, you know like the, <laughs> yeah. the world was ending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I really did like dig into it. But I feel like maybe not like you got maybe not like JB does, or I didn't really study it, but I definitely did read it. Um, but I don't know that I could offer any. I'm confused by it. So, uh, I don't know. Before we jump into Revelation, though, I wanted to touch on something that, that Dr. Mike, that you said in your message okay. about how it's difficult, it might be difficult at first to bless those who curse you. Yeah. And one thing that I can say from my own experiences, I don't know for a fact if, if anyone tried putting curses on me, but... Sometimes I, you know, you get that feeling. Like voodoo? No, not like voodoo. Like you just put the evil eye on you. It's like if you know people who are into witchcraft, yeah, yeah. it just make yeah. it might make you wonder, gee, I wonder if they tried, you know. Yeah. And but the thing is, so this is why it's easy, it's become easier for me to bless people that might have put a curse on me. Mm-hmm. Is there is there is scripture to back this up that that they have no dominion over you. Right. right. They can try to put a cur- uh, put a curse on you, but right. there's scripture backing this up that says that anybody that tries to put a curse on one of God's people that God feels was undeserving will actually go back on the person that cast the the curse or the spell. Yeah, so you're hmm. safe. We're yeah. pr- we're protected. Yeah. I mean, like you so if yeah, if, if it's protected. like a if it's a situation where like you feel scared and and you like you like just remember that that person has no dominion over you. If you're in if you're in Christ's hand, you're safe. Right. Right. Yeah, that's um that's actually something I've really um str- well, fear is something that I've really struggled with kind of like living as a single single woman and I don't always have my boys with me. Um but I I struggle with that like pretty often just feeling afraid um, and kind of like unprotected in that way, you know, like, you know, I don't have a, you know what I mean? Like a guy with me. (laughs) Um, But God has like so revealed himself to me as like my protector. And like you were saying that there's that, like, you know, the covering over us as we're, we're in Christ. Um, Right. And, and it's important for us to remind ourselves that because I think sometimes we forget, you know, and I think it's because of, you know, nonsense like Hollywood constantly filling our heads with, with crap where they, they give so much power to the enemy. You know, with, the, right. with their movies, and they they show might show somebody placing curses on people, and then it puts the fear in us. And then if we hear someone claims to be a witch or claims to be this or claims to be that, and right. they might say like, "Oh, I'll cast a spell on you," and you know, it puts the fear in people. It it, it endows the the enemy with more power than they actually possess. Right. I hear you. Um, not to say that that stuff, but I also fully believe that all that stuff is, is real and true. And that oh, absolutely. Um, but, but Jesus is, yeah, way more powerful than that. And we're under his blood and covered by, yeah, we're just... Now, I remember in the book of, what was it? Uh, was it Genesis? When uh, the one king, uh, he hired Balaam, the one uh, uh, fortune teller, medium... Uh, right. To place a curse on Israel, yeah. And every time he went to go place a curse on Israel, it turned into a blessing. Yeah, and that's okay. awesome. Okay. Yeah. Because 
the the Lord would not let him place a curse on on the Israelites. Right. And then the right. king the king that hired him kept getting angry with him. He said, "I'm paying you to put a curse on them, and you keep blessing them." Yeah, right. No, that's what you get. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important as Christians that we are fully aware that there is, like, you know, there's a there's a spiritual world and there's a battle going on. I think that's very important. Oh yeah. Um, but but not to not to put not to almost like give him more credit. Yeah, kind of like what you're saying, JB. Like, you know. Oh I feel yeah. Like well, don't get me wrong. The power is real. And if you are right. not saved by Christ, if you're not saved by grace through the power of Jesus Christ, you most right. definitely are vulnerable. Because you're yeah. not, you're not in, in, in the, uh, you don't have the covering of Christ. You don't have the protection of Christ. I mean, we all, people who become followers of Christ have been chosen and have been called by, by Christ. But right. if you're not walking with Christ, um, it's kind of like in... Um, now, Dr. Mike, maybe you can help me out with this. Uh, the one book uh, in the New Testament where uh, there's uh, these seven, the seven sons of this priest, they were trying to uh, cast out demons um, under the authority of Jesus' name. And also, it wasn't authorized, that one. And they were trying to do it under the authority of Paul. They're like, oh, the, the Jesus that, that Paul talks about. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? The demon said, well, we know Jesus and we know Paul, but who are you? Who are you? Right. And they at- right. and they attacked right. them, yeah. and they tore off all their clothes and they beat them up. Yeah, and that's oh. you know that's that's super. You know when you're dealing with the spiritual realm, it's not a safe place. No, it's not it's a very right. scary thing. And these people that are, uh, you know, attempting to to tamper or or to to get into this realm. Uh, because they they think it's a great thing, or they think it's adventurous, or they think it's uh, awesome. It, it's a scary place uh, where real things are going on. Yeah. There's a battle going on. Um, I think the thing is, and I think why a lot of people probably get deceived into this is because I think they feel a sense of endowment by by dabbling into it. They almost like they feel like a god themselves, a god or a goddess. By being do you know what do you what do you mean by dab like dabbling into like what which like, witchcraft and and getting okay, into is that what you were is that what you were talking about Mike or were you talking about like Christians who kind of go demon hunting kind of thing no not necessarily Christians okay just okay. people that dabble in, in in this and are seeking guidance through this you know what I mean and, right and, and right. it's you know uh, pretending that they're 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 reaching someone that's passed on to the other side and they're gonna their ancestors are gonna guide them you know to where they need to go and you know the testing of um you know my show talked about those fallen angels being you know that can deceive you into tricking you into believing they're somebody that they're not right you know right and leading you down Mm -hmm. a, a dark a dark hallway but right so what the, so what the enemy does is he just he's just an imitator so he will take um the gifts of of god and like twist them so so where there's like prophecy i believe that's where like kind of the opposite of that but 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 satan's power is is like the medium kind of thing do you know what i mean so he'll try to he tries to like imitate it that's that's what i believe anyway yeah, i believe that's that definitely too. yeah absolutely, absolutely. 
Yeah. Um, and but there is truly, truly a gift of prophecy, which which you know you know I mean I th- we all believe in that, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, there's definitely a gift of, of prophecy. Right. Um, but the Bible is clear that we cannot speak to the people who have passed on and they cannot speak with us. Oh, right. Yeah. So, I'm not, yeah, I'm not talking about that. No, no, no. I know. But, yeah, that, but to get the back that's to the devil trying to like imitate, yes, you know, kind of, kind of like the, pro, pro, the prophetic gift. But when anybody, when anybody would say in the past, because, um, there was different stories from my family members that would talk about how they thought that so and so was still there in the house because right. they smelled they like the a certain cologne, yeah. Yeah, yeah. or they the way they walked around. Um, yeah. But the thing is, is that the Bible tells us one that they're not allowed to communicate with us, and we're not allowed to communicate with them. And then there's right. this one very small verse that basically totally just destroys. Uh, the theory of people wandering on the earth after they die, and also okay. e- and also even purgatory. It is the absence of the body is to be present with the Lord. Correct, and and, and that that goes further to you know the people that believe in the reincarnation and the I was I was here as you know a sailor on a pirate ship. Um, right. You know right. And the the Bible clearly says it's appointed unto man once to die. You know, and and then the judgment, but not to come back as a puppy or come back as yeah, uh, you, you know, as, right. as something else. Um, but there's people that I've talked to and had arguments with and, and discussions where they really think they were, uh, oh, you know, yeah. in the 1800s. Or That's they a were, popular thing now. Yeah, we uh, were like, oh well, I like this, so maybe I was like from that time, like yeah, no, maybe you just like that, yeah. I like gold, so I was a gold. I was in the gold rush, uh, you know. And, uh, yeah, no, that's it's it's a it's a real issue now. But yeah. you know, the point of that whole thing was, um, you know, people are looking for, you know, they're trying to justify yeah. or to get some guidance somehow. Uh, right, absolutely. You know, absolutely. especially especially There's... the lonely people that yes. are are like, you know, I really want somebody. I want to meet somebody. Uh, yeah. I, I need some guidance. Maybe somebody can help. That's why these people pay these matchmakers, you know, to find them somewhere. These experts to here's right. all my here's what I'm looking for. But match me with somebody because I can't find anybody. Yeah, you know. Right. Um, oh yeah, I know. You know, and, and that brings those shows, Married at First Sight, and uh, all those other things, which I get sucked into. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. You know, there's it's just really disturbing, and and I don't, you know, there's there's just there there there's not a show long enough to even happened to all this in one episode but it, it's like you know the the eradication of of god and society it just totally you know it it launched all of this stuff you know the the obsession into the occult yeah. the obsession with all these different religions all this this new age movement and and people like getting into the the wizardry and and the witchcraft and I think some people still think they could point a magic stick and, you know, poof. <laughs> you know, they can walk like, like I didn't hear. Uh, well, like they said. can, you know, point point a stick at, at the tree and, and make, you know, curse the tree and, uh, you know, get do some sort of uh, of spell and, and have power over this, this earth. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think there's people that actually go out and do that. Well, the interesting thing is, is that there is... 
I don't doubt that there is some power in this stuff. No, there. Oh, there is power. There is. I mean, like it's demonic power, right? Um, can they do thing? Are, is there? Are they on a leash? Oh, of course. You know, just like right. But that's what I was saying. Like Satan can he can imitate? Do you know what I mean? Kind of like anything that. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. No. I know what you mean. But but I mean, do they have the do they have the power and the authority to cast spells on people? Um, maybe. Not to a believer, but they might have the power and authority to do it to someone who's not a believer. I I totally agree. So the thing is, is that we have to be very careful. Like when we talk about this, because I don't want anybody to misunderstand me. Yeah, there is there is a lot of danger and power in this stuff. Um, what I was saying earlier is that if you're a, if you're in if you're redeemed by Christ, if you're walking with Christ, they right. do not have dominion over you. Right. That is that right. is the key right there. That's the key. That's right. But there is definitely danger in what they're doing. There um, is. Absolutely. There is. Oh, yeah. and that, that's why that's a very real realm. And right. the, the Bible over and over warns us to stay out of that realm. Um, yeah. So, and the people that practice this stuff because they're so dece- they're so deceived because they feel endowed by this. It's almost like they feel like they're a god of some sort themselves. But they have welcomed into their life so much. Oh yeah, horrible things. They've opened the gateway. Yeah, and yeah. now what yeah. comes through is totally out of their control. Yeah, and I think they feel like they can control, or or they're in control of whatever they've accessed. And then the sad thing is they are not. Yeah, you know. Right. Well, but I also believe I think that we can we can open up doors to the enemy as Christians, like for sure. And I think we do that by like, by not walking in obedience by kind of. And also by being a Pisces. I, I yeah. think by being a Pisces, <laughs> that, that's the, that opens that's the, the biggest door. one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but you're no, right. But you're right. You yeah, have you're to, right. you have to guard, you have to always uh, actively uh, guard your heart and your mind and your eyes. You know, yeah. there's, and it, just watching things, you know, watching things, yeah. reading things. Yep. I sometimes when I'm researching, uh, because sometimes you know, I don't. I, as you already know, I read the Bible all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's times when I want to research different things. But like, yeah. before I do, I try to be careful and I pray that that God protects me. Yeah. Uh, that that's I will important. not be deceived. Yeah, that's important. Right. Yeah. Right. Because if you start reading things that are, uh, let let's say it's the text of some false religion. Yeah. You don't want to to you want to protect yourself from being um, deceived. Even though you're you're researching, right? And it's right. Very, it's, oh yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely. very easy to to stray a tiny bit at a time until you are completely right. turned right. and well, not realize the enemy's always hard right. at work, right? And you know, right. there's a reason why you know these people over the years, over thousands of years, like the Israelites, how they they started out uh, just serving the Lord. And then all of a sudden they started moving off to these foreign gods. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah. like, isn't that crazy? Like you've seen, you've. You know, I, I think of this all the time. Those people that came out of Egypt and saw all this pillar of fire, uh, you know, that they're uh, being fed from heaven. Yeah. And the 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 Red Sea has parted, and they've walked through it, and they're still 
like you know they're like they still want to go back (laughs) yeah to to like other things i just don't understand what you're actually seeing this power right you know and then the problem was see like after like say uh after joshua joshua's generation passed on um they they kind of felt um they felt distant yeah you know they didn't have that connection right because they didn't see firsthand the um right the deliverance and the and the power that was displayed through god um so they fell away it's crazy but um i think that's just that's just the human heart isn't it that's that's what i think i you know like yeah human we are so easily especially pisces so easily (laughs) only only back to you know like if we're not staying in that communion with god we're so easily swayed yeah back to what i mean to you know wherever and the key word is deceive you know like the the word was designed you know the word was created for a reason you know the people that started worshiping these these foreign gods were deceived right you know so if the lie you know like this is why you have to really be careful and and if you start doing research outside the scripture just say a prayer before that you know that that the Lord protects your heart and your mind and even even tell the Lord I'm reading this for research uh, so that maybe if I'm talking to someone that's into this stuff I can know a little bit more about what they're what they're into right and um, but always always ask for protection because um, you know there's a reason why people follow this stuff and actually believe it and worship and and follow after it I mean right the lie is is um it's real. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, it is. And I think that just, I think that's why it's so important that as Christians we're, I don't know what verse it's in, sorry, but like, you know, that it just speaks to us being like just firmly rooted, you know, like deeply rooted in, in his word and in Christ. And um, I don't know, anyone want to help me out with <laughs> No, I, I totally agree. I, I was at an event not that long ago, going back some months ago. And uh, I started, I don't know how it got brought up, but I, you know, this was, I was already reading the Bible feverishly and someone at this event started talking to me and he's like, oh, I'm from, you know, Lebanon, like I'm down with Jesus and all that. And then he started talking about the stars and this and that. He's like, it's all connected. And I just looked at him like, stop talking, shut up. (laughs) Um, I didn't say that to him, but I really wanted to. But uh, you know, I said that to him. Huh? <laughs> I thought you said that. To him. No, I wanted to. I was at an event though, so you know, I. But I, you know, I. It's not that I wanted to make a scene, but I really did want to tell him to shut up because. Yeah. All I was thinking was, oh, this is cool. Like he's from that part of the world and all that. But then he started talking about the stars and like astrology yeah, and yeah. stuff, and like no, like that's and so the point I'm the point I was getting at though. Is that when you, like you said, when you root yourself in the Word and you read, you read the Bible, God is very explicit and very specific about what He detests. Yeah. So if you read the Word and you see what He approves of and what He doesn't approve of, when someone tries to tell you otherwise, you know, you know right away that they're yeah. false. They're yeah. full of it. Yeah. But if you don't read the Word and you don't know what God wants and what He desires for us then yes you will be more easily swayed yeah for sure yeah tossed tossed to and fro yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
Well, that's so much for Revelation. <laughs> I think we run out of time, well, but next time we'll, I, we'll do that. Yeah, I, we definitely have to touch on Revelation, but yeah. I, I really wanted to go back to what I'm you glad were saying. You, no, I'm glad you did. Because, yeah, that's, that's how, huge. Yeah, yeah. A lot of what I talk about, I talk about from my own experiences, and that's why yeah, I wanted to talk about that, Dr. Mike, because I was scared at first. When I thought, when I when I had some kind of inkling that I thought someone might have placed or tried to place a curse on me, at first I was scared. And then I was like, wait a second. Yeah. They don't have any dominion over me. Right, exactly. Why am I, I sh- I'm not afraid. Yeah. But see, that's why I wanted to put that out there because I don't want, because Christians, followers of Christ should not be afraid. The enemy wants you to be afraid because that takes away your confidence. Yeah. Well, like, like now, oh, I'm going to shy away from those people because I'm. they might try to put a curse on me. Yeah. Like, no, we're not supposed to be like that. Yeah, no, we're not supposed to be afraid, and we're also called to, to love them, too. And Absolutely. To, you know. Right. Absolutely. To, you know, have grace and everything. I, I know I talk about that a lot, and I think it's because, like, I believe that's one of my gifts, you know, like, the, I don't know. I've just always been, always been that way. Since a little girl, I have, like, loads of mercy and for people um but um but it's just it's really important it's really important because god does that for us so i agree well it also like gets me into a little trouble sometimes Uh (laughs) do it i try to have compassion on those that that uh feel they have the power and the dominion to to place curses on people especially believers um, I try to have compassion on them because I, I truly feel that most of them don't know what they're dealing with they, and yeah. they don't know the powers that they're playing with. And all I'm thinking is I, I really just want them to see the truth. I want them to wake up. I want them to be able to break away from the evil that they're in, in the middle of. And I want them to, to follow the light, to follow right. Christ. Right. Because and I believe I believe like more than anything though, what leads people to to Jesus is our love, is the love that we have specifically like for each other. Um but but also just yeah, I don't know. I mean the Bible says they'll know they'll know that we're his by our love. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. Yep, and I I touched upon that a little bit during the episode. Um Speaking of that, I think we're over. Are we? <laughs> yeah, we are we're over. Um, actually, we're just by like a minute or so. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that's so bad. we can go to like another thirty minutes. All right, so here we go. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. go. I want to uh, go back to go back to dating a little, Mike. Oh, you'll are. have to wait till yeah. the episode. Are you dating anyone, Doctor Mike? Yeah, I, I am not. <laughs> I'm not. But that's not the topic of this show. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, now we're yeah. You know, when the episode drops, uh, Leah, you can listen to that one and then. We know, we're gonna have we're um, gonna have to do another show on dating because obviously this show, show this yeah. show like the one show it started out as that but it didn't turn into <laughs> it, that something else right <laughs> but no I think on Pillars of Heaven we're gonna continue that uh, our dating talk uh, especially yeah. with dating sites and um, you know that's why it's important that everyone tunes into Pillars of Heaven which drops every Sunday and uh you can hear is that the episode where leah is going to tell us who she's dating that's the one all right uh, really okay well that would be interesting for me too not only that but you'll hear leah you know make fun of all the pisces in the world uh, and there's no holds barred but uh make sure you join us uh pillars of heaven uh, sunday evening seven o'clock and so i want to thank leah for calling in 
Thank you, Leah. Oh, you're yeah. welcome. Thanks for having me. First guest on the show. We're going to. I, th- I think we should have Leah in on the Tongue with Doctor Mike show. I think, a- and I think we so. should have her in studio, and then our discussion afterwards uh, when we finally do hit Revelation. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, it'll be interesting for all of us to to get through. Um, okay, I don't know how much I'd have to offer on well, that. Well, now you got some oh. homework. Homework project. Yep. Okay. Not a lot of reading. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. And uh, I'm looking forward to Saturday's uh, edition where we will talk about dating. We'll talk about Dr. Mike's dating and uh, Leah's dating and JB's dating. All right. <laughs> everyone's dating. And um, yeah, so let's get tune in for that. That'll, yeah. be, that'll be such a surprise for that, me too. There's wow. go, yeah, there's going to be a, a lot of surprises <laughs> on Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. So uh, join us then. So for the... Uh, JB, thank you for uh, joining me again in the studio. Uh, Leah, thanks for calling in. And we are going to have some great guests on this show. And that's what it would be great to have uh, Leah in the studio for also. Yeah, yeah. Um, but look for us. Oh, thanks, guys. Thank yeah. you for having me on. I, I like I like listening to the show. So thank you. Uh, great. Thank well, you. Well, so now much. you're on it. So yeah, now you yeah. have to listen. Yep. Yeah. All right. So for this week, uh, thank you for everybody tuning in. And we will see you next time. Thank you, JB. Thank you, Leah. We'll see you next time.